Hello, and welcome to the Communication Solution Podcast with Casey Jackson and John Gilbert. I'm your host, Danielle Canton. Here at the Institute for Individual and Organizational Change, otherwise known as IFIOC, we love to talk about communication, we love to talk about solutions, and we love to talk about providing measurable results for individuals, organizations, and the communities they serve. Welcome to the communication solution that will change your world. Hello, everyone. I'm Danielle Canton, your facilitator of the communication solution, and I'm here with your host, Casey Jackson. Hey, Casey. Hello. How are you? Doing good. Awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about our topic today, which is something that you and I have been working on for over a year. Um, getting to know all of your different clients, all of the people who are so drawn to training with you, to learning from you and with you. Um, we really saw this need. I know in my, from my perspective, what I saw was this incredible opportunity of what you help train other people do. These people are out there changing the world in these organizations, in these businesses, They are so dedicated to doing good, to helping others, that it became very clear to me, if you're not on it, you could get depleted. You could get, you know, burnout. Of course, that was all on, you know, a while after the heels of COVID, but still we're so mindful of that. And so we've talked about about the need to support all of the people trying to help other people with the communication solution, with motivational interviewing. I'd love to toss this over to you to tease out a little bit. What is it that you're so passionate about helping these folks? Because we've got a training lined up. It's brand new with you. And you, you were, you knew right away, it's called be the change. You knew the title and I'd love to just dig in a little bit more about your motivation for it who you want to help and why, Um, because I have my ideas and passions about it as well. Um, But I think obviously the most important thing is, is your perspective. Well, and I, and I want to, because you've had so much energy around this, I do want to bounce back to you to find out where, why this has become kind of your pet project um, in your work with me. For me, I wasn't even necessarily thinking about the be the change. This was, this was so much about your brainchild. It's just the more you talked about it, I, I think, well, there's two things. I'll start with what you asked. You know, why am I so passionate about it is I don't understand. I don't understand why we're here on the planet if we're not here to help each other. So that's just, that's a source of why I do what I do. It's why when I found my career, I knew it was my calling, you know, as a therapist, as a, as a trainer, it just, there's something effortless for me about being present for other people to to help them heal and get clear and and feel like they're progressing on their journey. For me, my journey is to help other people on their journey. It's just the way I just know that's the way I was born. That's just what my calling was. So to be able to look at, you know, have had these the privilege to get an education and the privilege to work for a university where change was studied and mental health and mental illness was studied and evidence-based practices were formed and I could see data 
behind what helped people change. That was different than when I started in the field, which was, I was just a good person that really wanted to help other people. And I loved working with youth and I wanted to help them with addiction issues and mental health issues and depression and, you know, start their lives on a better path. I mean, that was just what I was drawn to do. I knew that was my calling. I had no doubt about it ever. And never did I waver from that knowing this. I know that my desire to do that helped people and changed people because I still get feedback from, from people that I worked with back then. But the more I learned about research and the evidence about, okay, what is the most effective? What is the most, I love words like potency and dose. Like what's the right dose, the right potency to get the best outcome? Because those words make sense to me when I think about my own health or my own, you know, health struggles or issues that come up. You know, it's like, I just want to know what can I do to get to the best possible place? And that's what I think of with, you know, all of my peers in the helping world, you know, all my colleagues in the world that that help other human beings. I just want to know that the energy that I expended was the best way I could have spent it and expended it to get the best possible outcomes of the people that I work with. It, it, it's just a light year evolution from, well, I know I did my best today. Well, I know I did my best today. I don't know if I helped anybody, but I know I tried my hardest. I know I did my damnedest. I know that I wanted to make a difference. And I know that I gave my lifeblood and I know that I, I was there with them and I bled with them and I sweat with them and I cried with them. That's the way we're coming kind of my, my benchmarks or my mile markers before. And I think that there was healing that happened in me being present in that way. I think a lot of that energy was not expended the way that was in the best interest of everyone. I think that there's ways that I could have been better and more effective. So I don't grieve that. I just allow that that was part of my own evolution but it's my obsession with how do we consolidate this? How do we bring what we know and who we are and maximize that for the greatest impact for human good? That's my intention. That's my goal. That's what I want to accomplish. That's what I want to facilitate and foster in my communities, in the world, whatever way I can do that. That So that answers, that's kind of my big answer to the question of why why do you do what you do or why are you doing this and and then i wanted and i think y- you and i connecting was something when i was presenting that you picked up and you could feel that or tell that not only in what i was communicating but how i was communicating it because the content that i was communicating in that keynote i think you resonated with but it was also me as i was speaking it that you resonated with. Now, then once you got to know me a bit better, it really, Be the Change was not my brainchild. Be the Change is much more your brainchild. <laughs> so, because you're the one who has all this energy, you keep pouring into it, like you're keeping it at the forefront, you're, you know, you're thinking of it. I'm going to throw it back to you in terms of when, with all the things that I just said, which is a consolidation of things that you've thought, what what's made you want to make sure that this gets out in the world and that people have access to this? Mm. Yeah. It's all of these podcasts. It's killing me, Casey, because I just, I have to kind of hold back from getting emotional. I don't know what that is, but um, thank or you. For that. Or not. Or not. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And I think it, it really helps me. It, 
makes me laugh that I guess this is my brainchild um, that you absolutely knew the name of, which is interesting <laughs> because you just touched on it. Um, when I saw you speak, the content was amazing. And I loved the evidence-based nature of it because I am a very um, externally focused, but it's about the sense that it's, it's about energy. It's about the sense of, oh, there's alignment here. That's what I picked up on the, not just the content, but the how, how you delivered, who you were on that stage. It was a beingness that is so rare. In the past, I've been obsessed my entire life. The word I've used was integrity. There's an integrity in what you teach, what you do, what you learn, what you apply to your own life so that you are a walking, talking, breathing being of, I don't want to say the communication solution, motivational interviewing, but the spirit of all of it. It's not something you do and then turn around and don't live and breathe. It's not something you train. And I think that's one of the most magical gifts I've ever seen. Um, And it's just the, it's evidence-based. So I see the results that organizations get anybody you work with. It's, it is phenomenal in and of itself. When I think about all of the people I talk with that are leading the charge, getting this training into their organizations, going to the mat for it. And in many cases, they don't even have to, because it's the data is there proving it, but new people venturing into it, putting their toe in the water going, Oh my God, is this going to be the solution? When I look at all of those people out there, they are so passionately aligned with what you described your mission that you've known your whole life. And I see so many people out there with a heart of gold wanting to serve others on their path and they don't have the tools. And instead they do what, what you said you don't want to punish yourself for or, or belittle that you had a journey of where it was. I'm going to give blood, sweat and tears. I've got to be in the muck with you to be able to help you. I see so much of that. And that is the tie-in with burnout. That's the tie-in with how do you as a liver and a healer and a helper get tools that actually are going to help you have a greater impact that you can even imagine while honoring yourself, while making sure you're really cared for and, and don't get depleted. So that, that, I think we're aligned. It's and yes. that was that's what I've seen when I the day I met you and what I see with all of the people that you're helping. And there's people definitely who have that integrity and are where you're describing. But but it's kind of like another podcast we did about sustainability of it. How do you do that without the constant touch points of, ooh, I slipped back into my old pattern. I know I'm famous for that. I'm like, ooh, oh yeah, I'm gonna slip into that. I'm gonna give blood, sweat, and tears instead of making sure I'm short up. You can tell part of my, as we're walking through you and I developing the whole be the change together. And and again, you continue to keep it at the forefront and, and asking me the questions as we've worked to develop this. I can tell even as you talk where I won't say tripping points are for me. I can feel where I stutter step or where I halt inside of myself is I, on the flip side, I start to get emotional when you talk because it's, it's what so many people say is 
everybody wants to feel heard and seen and understood. We talk about high accurate empathy, right? And the power and the potency of that. When you see that in me, I know that's who I'm trying to be, but, and I, there's nothing martyr-ish about it, but I don't need to be acknowledged for it. So when you get acknowledged for it, it causes a stutter step about like, well, I don't want to, people don't want to learn from me on how to be what I do. And you're like, oh my God, Casey, people do want to learn how to do that. And it's not to be you, it's to how do you do what you do the way that you attempt to do it. You know, I, one of my, one of the pinnacle of my mountain is integrity. And so when you said that, as you were kind of talking, you're part of it, that's what you've always drawn to been drawn to that word. And I know, I know how imperfect I am. I know how imperfect I am. But every day that I ever, every one of my new days, I wake up with the intention to operate from a high level of integrity. And some days I'm in awe and some days I am <laughs> not surprised um, because of I don't have no problem owning the fact that I'm human, you know, and I am imperfect. But but more days than not, I do operate from a high level of integrity. I, I just it it serves it served me well. And so to think that I could create a class or a gathering for people, you know, when you're talking that evergreen, that there that there's a way for people to be able to have a, a touchstone or a, a a home base to get refocused and clear with like-minded people, and then to just have someone else articulate how do you take and put one foot in front of the other? I mean, I know it. But how do you do it in the face of all of these things that you can get distracted by? How do, how do we practice it on a day-to-day basis? And so could I do yoga on my own? Yes. Could I exercise on my own? Yes. Can I you know, read a book on my own? Yes. But there's also book clubs out there and yoga classes and everything else because there's something about being with other people that adds a little different energy to it. And so I, that's how I've moved from kind of stutter stepping of like, I can train motivational interviewing. I can train effective communication. I'll, I'll draw the belt curriculum for any of those classes you want me to do, Danielle, but be the change is such a human experience thing. I'm not sure what you're asking me. You want me to do with this, but as we talk about it, I get it, but I think there's this, um, it's not even a humility side of it. It just, there's a part of it. It's just like, who am I to help other helpers, that you know and on one hand when i hear you say it i get it and i resonate like there's something in my body that resonates like yeah why wouldn't you help people why wouldn't you be a yoga instructor then um if you can do yoga so well then why wouldn't you be a yoga instructor and help other people if i go to that mindset i'm i'm okay with it when it gets into how do you help other people help other people and show them what you do then it's like that feels more itchy for me um, and I think that's why the more we've talked about it, the more clear it helps me get in terms of if, if me talking about my process helps other people with their process, then that feels like, oh, I can do that. And, and I think that's as you and I have really teased this out, kind of the lane that's, that's helping me. Um, it's when we start getting into this air and energy and electricity in our lungs and our, our spinal column and in our forehead and in our top of our head, that's just like, Oh my God, but it's more than that. And I'm like, I know it's more than that. I, I know. And I know we can provide more than that. And I will provide more than that, but it's just to bring it down to a concrete concept that people go, okay, what the heck are you talking about? Would be the change. It's how do we operate in the way on a day-to-day basis 
that has integrity and we know that we're having the greatest impact on the people we're trying to serve so they can have the best outcomes in their lives that they possibly can have access to. Awesome. I love that. I love your willingness to step into it as well, because, you know, I've never seen you back down from any challenge with an organization when we get on a call with them and it's just like, well, we need to address this, this, and this. And it's like, I've never seen anybody operate like you, where you're like, you, you create and you didn't walk into that conversation knowing much. So the, the speed to, with which you can create a solution really doesn't cease to amaze me. And I know you're uncomfortable with compliments, so I'm sorry, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but I will say, um, I like you being willing to step into this training, which, you know, now we've nailed down the date in January for it. Um, so I'm really excited about it. It's two hour training and it's, it's a co-creation. I believe it's truly a co-creation and there's so many people already signed up, um, and wanting this without the full understanding because they're resonating with something about it and your willingness to step into it without having that, what you're used to, which is I can lay out a curriculum for anything, no problem. But this is a little more co-creating in terms Very of much. service to the people that show up on that, in that training. So I appreciate that. And then um, I have to laugh at the, the give and take of, what I was attracted to when I first saw you on stage is as a branding person, everything's deeply rooted that I've done in an organization with revealing the soul of their brand, of who they are at their core, their beingness. And then I've never met out of all of the psychology, all of the different tools, great things out there of how do you actualize and actionalize your beingness so that your team and your business and your brand can actually take the steps to live and breathe that culture and make sure there's integrity. You're, you're yes. saying you're being this. Now we're going to say it in marketing. We're going to show yes. it. Are you living it? Are where's, you know, so you can see how that ties to my mission in life of integrity. Yes. Yes. So I've done that. I've never seen anybody until I met you on stage. I'm like, oh, that's, that's the solution. That's what I've been Every organization needs to know this opportunity exists. So I have to laugh because I'm very familiar with the beingness. My attraction is into, oh, show me the doing this, Casey. How do you do this? How do you actualize this? And now I'm bringing you back full circle to, oh, you're training all these organizations, all these people who want to join these individuals, want to join this Be the Change training. You've taught them how to do. And now it's like, it's that dance of going back to, yes, this is what you do. And it's the beingness and it's the doingness and the beingness. So I think that's, I don't know if that's way too woo woo, but. Um, no, you know, and Danielle, the thing that clicks for me when you say that as well, there's a couple of things, two things that really stick with me with that. I, I think part of it is that the click is that, I want to help as many people as possible while I'm here. Like while I'm on the planet, as many people as I can help be. And I, and it's not that it's not the exclusion of my own fulfillment in life. It fulfills me to be able to do that. And then I have all sorts of personal things that I get to pursue and that I just love and fulfill me as well too. But 
for as much of my waking life as I can help other people, it just, that fulfills me. It just, it, so I think you seeing that and, and knew yourself from even a branding marketing perspective, like I want to be able to, I want to be able to put those things in the world and expose people to those things. So they know they exist. I mean, this is what you helped me understand, which is being able to, all your job is to do is to get more people to understand what products exist and if it's going to be a value to their life. And if it's a value to your life, those are the things that you gravitate towards. So that's one part of it. The second part of it that struck me as you were talking is, you know, I've never done branding or marketing for IFIOC. It's always been word of mouth because it just, I didn't, there's nothing I needed to sell. It just, it was just something that people sought. And I loved that for, you know, before you and I met for 10 years, 11 years, before I'd met you, my business existed because people were seeking what I could do. And that was just, for me, that's all I ever needed. Where things started to change in my own brain, and I think this is why, you know, synchronicity with you coming to my life when you did, excuse me, was that where I was getting frustrated with all the white noise and, you know, there's, there's amazing Ted talks and there's, there's so much great information. You know, no one has the market cornered on amazing information and health and growth and mindset. And, but where, where I was starting to get frustrated was when I looked at just the actual research and where change is created and sustained is from the things that I've been tracking and, and trying to research, you know, and again, I, and I don't know it all by any stretch of the imagination, but what I kept thinking, it, and this is what my own kind of tagline in my brain is anyone can motivate. Anyone can look at YouTube and learn how to become a motivational speaker, you know, and, and there's so many people that specialize in training people on how to be motivational speakers. And, it, and what was my brain, my tagline in my brain about what IFIOC is about and what I'm about is, well, anyone can motivate, but very few people can deliver on how to affect change. Anybody can, you can go to all sorts of inspirational things that you walk away and just go, oh my God, my life's forever changed. And within a week, you're back to the old grind again. Anybody can inspire and motivate. That's the conference I've been in. <laughs> that's ex yeah, exactly. And I think that's what you were kind of drawn to is, oh my gosh, there's data behind there. So there's, me there's mechanics behind there. So that I love the construct of a technology. There's a technology in communication. There's, a, there's, there's understanding of how human communication and the human brain that if we understand how to engage the brain more effectively in its own change process, and you know my obsession with you know brain science and trauma informed in the last few years, if I can understand how the brain fires, and if I can understand how the brain fires just by literally when I open my mouth and words bounce off that brain and then words come out of that brain again, that's that's an assessment. I can learn how to assess that and I can help this brain more effectively. I think where people step into the lower hanging fruit is, oh, I can use that to manipulate people. And my thing that I always love for my safety net is that, well, then it's not motivational interviewing and that's not a communication solution. That's, that's more of what my old school thinking about what marketing was, you know, when you and I talked originally, it's just like you're using technology either for good or for evil is always the way I thought about it. You know, whether you're talking about a laser for killing people or a laser that can do gamma surgery and, and save someone's life like that. That's what I think of with all technology. And, and my obsession with the, the core of motivational interviewing is it really has to do with 
how that person sees themselves and what their values are and is their behavior in line with their values. It's just how do we lower the brush, clear away some of the muck and help them get clear what the top of their mountain is. And then what are the services and resources they need to become who they want to become as they define themselves? That's really important to me. And I think that's if your idea of can we help other professionals or paraprofessionals or volunteers or whoever get to that state in their life where they're feeling that way and they can do that for themselves. So then they're even of greater service to others. Why would we not create that space? Because that doesn't exist in abundance out there. I think what you're thinking is, you know, and I think that was (laughs) putting it gently is, yeah, that's not an abundance out there for people to have access to that. So if we can create a space for people that are seeking that, there's 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 a there there um, in terms of being able to help people get clear about how do I harness this? How can I replicate it? How do I learn how to do that for myself as I'm doing it for other people? And and I know that's I know that's kind of the coalescence of you thinking about all the potential for, you know, the very simple construct of be the change is so much more complex and dynamic than that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I, I met you, we were chatting and I think um, it really was, how do you use this technology to help yourself when, when you shared with me that, that you had been, you know, working with it for so long. And when you looked and went, oh, I can apply this to my life. Like, oh, very how, much. how do I do this to change the relationships and communication in my personal life? And I'm like, yeah, that, that's the next level integrity that, I experienced on the stage, which does crack me up, by the way, because, you know, I've done and helped companies do a lot of events and different things like that. So I'm really familiar with amazing keynote speakers. And I only went to the conference you were on stage for because it was a senior living sales conference because there were two, two huge names that I adore. Very huge names. And then you, yeah, they're like, you know, because I do a lot of behind the scenes stuff, they're six figure speakers each. <laughs> and I'm like, um, oh, yes. which they were remarkable as I expected and anticipated, but I walked away kind of remembering them. I'm like, who's Casey, Casey Jackson guy? <laughs> it was it's so. Yeah. What's that? I said the little scrub from Sixth and Bowdish in the Spokane Valley. God, it was so it was so great. Huh, wow, who knew? Be the changes. I feel like there's a deep, deep connection to integrity. Integrity and and making sure that that it's woven throughout your life in a way that's going to really benefit you as the practitioner, I guess, is the word Very that's coming. Much so. Very much so. And I think that that's why for me it's so easy for me to lean into this. Um, it gets me excited. I get you know, that, that nervous excitement about too, because it, it will draw people that just genuinely do want to make that difference that just like, okay, I've, I've done so many things and I've done so many great things in my life and I've helped so many people. I just, I want to be able to take it to the next level or I want to be able to sustain this or I am starting to get burned out or God, there's days where is it all for not like, why am I doing this? And I know that if there's like-minded people that come together for this concept to be the change um, and knowing how I've been able to navigate it, 
I, I know great things will happen. That's where I can let go of trying to make it a great trainer, make it a great experience for people and just knowing it can't help but be. There's just no way it couldn't be uh, because of just the nature of people getting together to try to improve the quality of the work that they do and the quality of their life. It, it also has helped a bit too, because my brain gets a little overwhelmed with all this, but when I can look practically, when I can look in third person, I think, well, Casey, you live your life. This is truly, it is, I, you know, it's nothing other than it's what I want to do is be as healthy as I can be. So when I think from that perspective, and then when I think of how many, hours I've spent in front of people training, motivational interviewing. Oh my gosh, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, you know, I have way more than my 10,000 hours. I have probably closer to 50 to a hundred thousand hours in. And so it's like, Oh, you do know this, but I think it's so much who I am. It's hard to think that people would want to have part of what I just am because I have more than my 10,000 hours, my 50,000, my hundred thousand hours in, because it's just how I live and breathe and operate on a day-to-day basis. So and that that's not what everybody does. I, I keep going. I think that's why I'm so comfortable with the construct of a yogi or a yoga instructor. Um, it's like, well, you're, yeah, you do it effortlessly, but there's people that want to learn how to do that. So why wouldn't you set up a yoga class if that's what people are looking for? Um, it, it, it just people are seeking that. So do you know how to teach yoga? I do. And I'm really good at yoga. I'm not. I'm not that flexible. Just, yeah, that's just my analogy. So, <laughs> but Yeah. Um- Gosh, it's so awesome. I think, um, you know, the beingness piece of this really is, um, I think that's another way for me to describe what I want to get more out in the world is to be, to have a beingness, you have to be present in, in the moment. And that's what I think why so many organizations, so many people are drawn to you is because you still, after all these year, years, after all the hundreds of thousands of hours, and I'm not going to say you're perfect. You would correct me if I did, you know, yes. God, yeah. but your high percentage in terms of a willingness to do what you have done and you're an expert in, you still approach it with humility and curiosity and a presence, a presenceness of, oh, what, what is this? What is like, the, I haven't seen that very often. So I think oh. that's why I'm like, Hey, everybody, you need to experience this um, wow. more, more under the, under the hood or, you know, just a, a different iteration of a training. So I'm excited about this. Thank you for stepping I'm in. Excited about you. Absolutely. Cool. You know, one of the things I want to reinforce is we're wrapping up Danielle and it, you know, we always wrap up with inviting people to, you know, ask questions right in, but part of that, the organic energy of it that I appreciate so much, it's so many of the guests we've had on here. If you are listening and any of this resonates with you deeply, any of the podcasts, I would hope that you would just email and say, I know this is a long shot, but can I just get on the podcast and talk with Casey? That is what I'm hoping for. We don't get enough people. I just have these people I randomly am training and things that are happening. And they're just like, oh, I listen to your podcast. And it's like, oh my God, come on and talk to me. And they're like, what? I don't think I can do that. I just want people to know that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this is it's the questions. It's the reason why I love having these conversations with Danielle or John is we get into very organic, real conversations. And I think we want you to be part of the conversation. 
it's not an echo chamber. I just, I don't want it to be white noise of podcasts. I genuinely think that if you're listening and any of this just resonates with you deeply, please just reach out and say, God, I've got 10 questions I want to ask you or 50 questions or, you know, that, that would be my happy place. So I think just as we're talking about be the change, I want to invite you to be the change as well too, you know, just email, text, do whatever you need to do and and just say, Hey, I want to, I want to get on there. I want to talk to you. I have questions. I disagree with you. And I'd love to talk about it. It's like, I'd love to talk about that too. So um, I just want to throw that out there, Danielle, as we're wrapping up today, because I know you always kind of wrap up with, you know, email us, you know, reach out, ask questions. So I just want to put my plug in there from a very genuine place as we're on this topic as well, too. Yeah, it's awesome because it's true. Everybody that joins are just like, oh my gosh, what do we, you know, like, what do I have to do? Or can I bring value? A hundred percent. And um, I, I do appreciate how organic it is. And I know we've gotten a lot of feedback that people do appreciate that it's not planned and structured um, and there is a flow to it. Sometimes, you know, we, we pull it together pretty good at the end, but wrap yeah. it up. Flow can mean all sorts of things. So you're right. Yeah. I look forward to you guys reaching out. If you're interested in Be The Change, definitely reach out Casey at ifioc.com. And uh, we look forward to to, uh, having you on one of our upcoming podcasts, if you're interested. That'd be awesome. Thank you. So much, Casey. Thank you for listening to the Communication Solution Podcast with Casey Jackson and John Gilbert. As always, this podcast is about empowering you on your journey to change the world. So if you have questions, suggestions, or ideas, send them our way at Casey at IFIOC.com. That's C-A-S-E-Y at IFIOC.com. For more information or to schedule a training, visit IFIOC.com. Until our next communication solution podcast, keep changing the world.